Hey guys, before we dive deep in today's episode, I want to let you know that we are streaming all of these episodes live every single week in our Facebook group. We're giving away all of our best tips and tricks and answering all of your questions live in the group. So if you haven't already had a chance to check us out, I suggest you do so. I'll drop the link in the description of this episode for you. Click on that guy when you're ready to join the fun. See you guys on the other side. Why is it that some chiropractors go on to help tens of thousands of patients and become wildly profitable while others struggle to stay busy on a day-to-day basis? We've dedicated this entire show to interviewing some of the top chiropractic minds on the planet and examining the exact strategies that they have used to scale their businesses to the next level. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this episode of Chiropractic Marketing Secrets. All right, guys. Happy Monday. We are live again today. I am with Dr. Chad M. Wolner, and I'm super excited to talk with Chad today because we have a very similar passion in building these sales funnels around just Facebook marketing, any sort of marketing, but more importantly, building these sales funnels and what a good sales funnel can look like for a chiropractor. So Dr. Chad is an author, speaker, chiropractic physician, and the creator of Chiro Funnel Secrets. He helps chiropractors dramatically improve their marketing through teaching them how to implement effective marketing funnels into their practice. So I appreciate you taking the time with us, Dr. Chad. Really excited to chat with you for the next 20 minutes or so. And um, yeah, do you want to just start off by kind of just letting everybody know, like, how did you get into doing chiropractic funnels? What did that process look like? Yeah. Uh, well, first, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Uh, excited of course, brother. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I honestly, the first time I started looking at funnels was uh, right when Russell Brunson was launching ClickFunnels. Um, he was looking for beta testers. And so he's like, Hey man, um, I've got this software. It might be able to help you out in your practice. And, uh, Russell and I, uh, we, we go back, um, golly over, over, well over a decade. Uh, I've known him personally. And, um, so I knew what was kind of coming down the pipeline. And, and, uh, so I started using it and initially my first initial use of it, it was, it was so buggy, uh, because again, that's kind of what a beta tester does, right? It's where you use those testimonials drip fed to your audience, you know, spending who knows anywhere between a couple hundred bucks all the way up to a thousand, maybe even 2000 bucks a month in video views um, mm. as a means of driving into one of these funnels and as a means of just getting saturation there in terms of sharing, uh, you know, who you are, what your clinic is all about, and more importantly, the results that you guys are, you know, that you're delivering for your community, for the patients that come in and see you. And these can be uh, general chiropractic, niche specific. We've got a a pretty healthy mix of those. So, okay. So in terms of like, and this is a little bit more into the the nit and gritty, if you will, right? But in terms yeah. of like the, the the layers of the funnel, you have the top one, and then in terms of like the epic funnel and the proof funnel, are those like more so like retargeting strategies of people that have already shown interest in that first funnel, or is that more still cold audience dri- driven? Yeah, you know, it could be any. So like the epic funnel, I, ideally, where we get the biggest bang for our buck with that one is working off of our existing audience. So okay. we it, it, we've done Facebook ads for that, and it goes great. Um, but we typically don't have to. We can usually just work with our existing audience, sending out an email blast or two. You know, yep. typically our epic funnels will usually send out a series of over a period of um, two weeks or so, maybe as much as three weeks. Uh, and 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 it requires a significant amount of planning ahead of time if you want it to be done right. But sure. with that epic funnel, we'll usually get you know, like I said. Uh, we've done events at movie theaters. We've done events at the zoo. We've done events at our own parking lot here at our clinic. 
And we've had as little as, I want to say 180 people to as many as over 500 people to one of our events. So they're pretty massive in terms of that. Um, and then in terms of the video views, um, you know, you it's a good way to start with a cold. You can do warm audience. You can do retargeting with that for sure. But that's a good one for relatively low cost to start with a cold audience and start building and aggregating via uh, pixels, you know, for those who don't know what a pixel is, it's just a tracking code that allows you to kind of, uh, you know, engage with people again, retarget them in essence. Um, but the way that Facebook has it set up, and I'm sure you've probably taught this to your audience. And if not, it's not terribly complicated even for somebody like me, because I don't, I don't specialize in Facebook ads per se. Um, sure. but, uh, you can specify within the parameters of a video views campaign, uh, you can do a custom audience and you can do that custom audience based off of the engagement from the videos. So for instance, yep. if you were to play a video uh, about somebody who you helped who had severe neck pain, let's just say, um, then you could say after running that for a week, you could say, okay, we want to retarget everybody who is engaged with, meaning they've watched at least 50% of this video or X percent, we can retarget this audience. And you, you know, you may have started with an audience of, let's say, 50,000 people in your in your town or whatever, but then all of a sudden you've narrowed it down to 5,000 people or whatever who have watched at least, you know, 50% or whatever. Um, and so you can start narrowing in that way. That's one targeting strategy that you could use uh, that's not too terribly complicated. And what you could do is then you could send part two of that, you know, which is another case study or another patient testimonial, similar story, you know, something like that hypothetically, but, uh, does that answer the question? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. So it's just a matter of just kind of playing around with the different areas and where everybody's at that you can do a content marketing strategy where you are going to have 50% of views in the video and then you retarget some sort of further offer, like the lunch, yeah. the lunch event or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah. And we, and we and do that too. Yeah. We'll do, we'll do, I call that cross funneling where like yeah. for instance, at our events, we've done it where we've had like a, a lead box at our events, offering the lunch funnel, right? Sure, um, sure. And or uh, at our movie events, we always play patient testimonials ahead of time as part of the previews. That's yeah, our- The pre-frame, pre right? The good yeah, old yeah, pre-frame. Love it, absolutely. love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, that, that's yeah. sweet. How do you how do you feel about um, daily, like in terms of email marketing, um, do you do daily emails? Do you do daily Seinfeld emails? Which is kind of like, for those who know, it's just a daily email. Um, but do you do that daily, weekly? What's your thought on that? Yeah. So for us to be perfectly honest with you, and I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this, but we need to work better on our, on our marketing strategy there. One of the things that we've been uh, working towards and we're like so close to having it done is <clears throat> our, our plan is we're putting together kind of a series of, uh, for lack of a better way of putting it, indoctrination videos and sequences that we send out. Um, we, we, we've had it in the past, um, but it's never been, it's one of those things where the, the perfectionist within me, which is kind of lame. I know that's a lame excuse. Um, uh, the quote I think is perfectionism is an elegant form of procrastination. And so sure. yeah, um, that's the truth, but, but yeah, so basically what, what our plan is, is we're going to be creating a series of, of fairly casual, but yet professionally done videos, walking patients through, uh, the setup of pre-framing them for our office. This is what our office is all about. Welcome here. This is kind of, we just created <clears throat> our like official mission, vision, and purpose statement. We share that with them. And then 
We share a video with them before we do what is called a report of findings where once they've come in for their initial evaluation, now we sit down with them and present to them the recommendations. We're putting together basically like a five to 10 minute video explaining kind of, here's what you need to understand before we get into the presentation of, of what we found. Uh, and then we'll have like a follow-up video, uh, you know, here's what you need to understand about getting the most out of your care. And then there's going to be a video in terms of helping with boosting retention. And then there's going to be like a, a re-exam slash progress report video. And then like an ascension video in place. So you know, when all is said and done, probably about six or seven different videos-ish that we'll sure. be walking through that we're going to have fully automated out. Um, beyond that, we we will we will let our audience know we have a podcast that we do called the Health Fundamentals Podcast, and so we'll let our audience know about new episodes of the podcast that come out. We do that every Monday and Friday. Yep. Um, but even then, we need to do better and be more consistent with that. We've uh, we've got I think right now forty two or forty three episodes finished up, and we're we kind of took a little hiatus during the holidays, but we're getting back on track with that. So I'll make, um, I'll make sure to put a little link to that too, to promote that for yeah, you out here yeah. as well. For us, you know, <clears throat> for us, we find that a podcast is a really good um, way to deliver. What I've come to find is one of the simplest ways to provide really high value content um, without the same level of work and effort involved in a blog post. Because right. it, it can be turned into a blog post, which we do, but we can we can create it and turn it into a variety of different uh, you know pieces of content from that. We do video and audio in terms of our podcast. So I love it. So one thing I want to kind of circle back on too. Um, so you know, in terms of like everybody who knows the clit, who knows funnels, knows you need some sort of bait, right? And so have you ever? It sounds like your bait becomes the show up to an event, right? Have you ever done some sort of bait, just like having some sort of bait, like package offering for, to come into your clinic, like a back rejuvenation program, a neck rejuvenation program? And if so, what was your kind of experience with that? Yeah, so we we have a, an offer that we utilize at the end of every lunch workshop. Okay. That works really well. That's why the lunch workshop we do works so well. In fact, what we're doing, uh, we're getting ready. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, Sam Carlson and I, we took the lunch workshop and we've completely automated it so that now docs don't even have to do the lunch workshop. It's all fully automated for them so that when uh, it's set up and everything, their assistant just goes into the place, presses play, and then it presents it. But in terms of that, in terms of the bait or the offer that we uh, provide there, it ties in very beautifully and very congruently with what the workshop teaches. We teach a morning routine called the 30 minute reboot in the workshop. And at the end of it, what we do is we curate together kind of like a reboot kit where it consists of some of the tools that we talk about in the workshop. So when people come in for their initial evaluation, they pay for their evaluation. We provide them with a kit and that offer has crushed it. That's why the workshop has done so, so well. It's not your typical discounted initial exam offer. It's a it's a very high value offer there. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And it's cool, too, because you already have people in a room that are getting a bunch of knowledge, setting the pre-frame even higher. So when you expose them to that offer, they're already like mentally ready to see that. You oh, know? absolutely. They love it. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. love it. And and it's not we, we had talked about this on one of our training videos that congruency in the offer equals a better audience in terms or a better uh mentality of the of the lead when they show up meaning like for instance if i'm talking to them about taking care of your spine we'll just say it's a spine rejuvenation workshop or whatever blah 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 blah. take care of your spine 
Oh, and by the way, uh, for everybody that signs up, we're going to give you a hundred dollar Amazon gift card, you know, or for everybody right. that signs up, we're going to give you free tickets to Disneyland or whatever, where it's just like completely out in left field. You're not going to have the same quality or caliber. You'll get people to sign up for sure. Who wouldn't take that? You know, sure. like, I yeah. want that. You know, I want free Disneyland tickets, or I want a free right. trip to Hawaii, or I want a free, you know, Harley Davidson motorcycle or whatever. You know, but but you're getting people that are there for the thing, not necessarily. And so, when when an offer is contextually congruent, it's going to make for a much more logical uh, uh, ascension from 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 start of the workshop and or start of the funnel, whatever you want to say to them getting over to you. And so therefore the caliber and quality of the individual is going to be much higher versus people who are just there for some sort of a gimmick or some sort of a deal. I just want the free stuff. Right. We've made that mistake in the past. Um, right. Back in the day, we did like some referral promotion thing where it was like, if you refer in five friends, we're going to give you a lifetime of massages or something like that. And, and I remember our experience with that, that really like taught me this lesson, drove it home loud and clear was I remember um, I walked in to this new patient appointment and I sat down with this new patient who was there and I'm like, so what brings you in today? And she says to me straight up, like, this is true. She's like, I don't know why I'm here. My friend just told me I need to be here so that she can get a bunch of massages. And I'm like, okay, this is not working. This is not going to work. Well, yeah. and that's your point too. It's like, you're, you know, you can offer that free trip to Disneyland, but and you know, you're going to get signups, but are they the right signups? They're just yeah. coming in like, Oh, I'm going to listen to this guy spiel. I'm not really going to care what he's saying. I'm going to grab my free Disney trip at the yeah. end, you know? So we're not yeah. even qualifying them for potential care, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's funny. That, and I've, that's funny because I've made that same mistake too. It's just like, Oh, we'll just include something crazy at the end. And it's like, Oh, we're just getting opt-ins because we're including that something crazy, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Do you, uh, I like to ask this too, cause you have a lot more experience on like Facebook and stuff. And I've, I've done a little bit of experience myself. Um, but in terms of people that haven't done experience, that's why I want to ask this question is what's your thoughts on Facebook ads versus Instagram ads? Have you seen the same quality? Have you seen the kind of return? Do you mostly only focus on Facebook? No, I think so. So I, uh, I work with the guys over at 25th West. Those are the guys who handle just about all of my online marketing. And from what I have seen, uh, I haven't seen a significant difference between Facebook and or Instagram. The one thing I can say is that in spite of a lot of the sky is falling doom and gloom mentality that you hear about Facebook in terms of it being dead and or dying and whatnot, it's not. Um, and that's always one of the nice things to remember is that anytime a marketing platform becomes difficult and or stringent, um, you can look at it one of two ways. You can look at it, this sucks, this doesn't work anymore, or you can look at it as an opportunity. And that opportunity being anytime it becomes more stringent and or more challenging, it weeds out very naturally. It's the law of the fittest, right? It weeds out the people who, who are just, you know, let's just say crappy marketers. It weeds out crappy marketers. If they suck at marketing and they don't know how to communicate effectively um, in, a, in a compelling way, then they're going to have a really rough time with it. And so that is going to naturally, again, weed out the level of noise that's out there. And there's a huge opportunity to this there. So I don't know if that really answers the question or not. I, I haven't seen a whole lot in terms of results, Instagram versus Facebook. All I can say is Facebook is still alive and well for marketing, even though we kind of get annoyed at some of the ways that they, uh, you know, put in various rules and regulations. Sure. Yeah. Yep. And again, all the more reason to make sure that when you're working, if you are working with an agency, that they're aware of these things, because I've heard horror stories of docs 
who run ads with people who don't know what they're doing and it, it gets them really, really hosed. You know, they get their ads banned, yeah. account banned or whatever. And so that can, well, and, and you know, and they get their, I mean, it's, it's their first experience with it a lot of the time too. So then they're completely burned. And so then they yeah. never actually, they never look at it again as a feasible opportunity because their yeah. one experience was yes. getting burned, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's funny. You know, we always say too, like, I mean, as long as you can continue to acquire a client for, you know, breaking even or cheaper than what you're doing on ad spend, it's always going to be a viable platform to advertise on. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. yeah. That's very true. Have you, so it's interesting. I, I, I meant to ask this, but we kind of like, we're talking a little bit faster. Um, in that, in that, uh, the, the front end offer, the front end funnel, when you're getting people to come to the lunch, you said you basically automated that process. Um, so is that something you guys are doing like a webinar format when they show up, they just play a video and it's almost like a, a live, a, a webinar that's pre-recorded kind of per se. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, um, without, without a lot of the, I mean, it's very low on the pitch, which is what makes it really good. Cause it's a very stealthy, uh, pitch because the whole idea, the whole mentality that we kind of went into when, when I originally created the workshop was, I was like, we have to be able to provide like legit value up front. Right. Uh, in order for these places to really want us to come because if it's going to be the classic uh, what I call thinly veiled sales pitch which is quite frankly I would say 90% or more of the workshops that you see either done for Kairos via like various consulting groups or coaches or quote-unquote experts or whatever are nothing more because I've seen them I used to do them you know they're basically like these spinal care classes where you get in front of people and you're like this is a spine you need to take care of your spine chiropractors are the only experts that are you know licensed to be able to take care of the spine conservatively guess what i'm a chiropractor you should come in and see me that's what i'll do for you you know like that, 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 that and it's like okay maybe they learned a little bit about the spine but who cares like they don't they don't care like okay i can i can now name the the cervical region of the spine and i can name the thoracic and the lumbar the the techno babble right the techno babble yeah, yeah. that they don't even yeah. And so, so what we decided to do in terms of the way we engineered this workshop is we said, we're going to give them something of value that they can use independent of us. That's the kind of operative phrase. Like you don't have to actually physically come in and see us at our clinic to get legitimate value out of this workshop. And I mean, this is something, this has been years of iteration. I have personally done this workshop over 500 times. So it is a proven, proven workshop and it's been done so many times. And uh, the way that we deliver the value is just so overwhelming in such a good way in that it's it's a it's a fully done for them routine that they don't have to think about that we provide all of the resources to them in terms of a of a, of a contextually um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for it's it just a smooth uh, follow-up process in terms of that um, it converts like I said really well we just had last week nine new patients from that get scheduled so and and that was my assistant walking into the place setting up the computer pressing play it does it so she doesn't have to worry your their assistants um we call it patient stream is what we call it and so yeah we're we're, we're literally launching it today or tomorrow so that's legit so is it a pre-recorded video of yourself or somebody externally 
Uh, yeah, not me. We have a professional actress that introduces it, and then we've got nice. a voiceover uh, artist that that uh, that does it to like a, a PowerPoint or a keynote. Sure, presentation. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Cool. Um, that, that's awesome. I appreciate you kind of giving us a little bit of like nit and grit behind that. I know we are already at about the 23 minute mark. I know yeah. you said you had about 23, about 20 minutes. If it's okay, I have one more question for you because I think this yeah, might man. be a little. So. I've noticed that, and this is a common thing, not only in the chiropractic world, but basically anyone that's not familiar with marketing, is that when they market, they try and storytell, but it's a lot of we. It's a lot about them. It's a lot of, like you said earlier, it's the techno babble, the, yeah. the spinal decompression, is the big lingo that they're that they love to use because they think it's going to make them, you know, be smart and attract clients. You know, so yeah. what would be your advice to docs that are new to marketing? And are trying to tell their story and get people in their practice, but they have to try to step away from the we mentality. What's a good place yeah. to like start with that? I would simply say this: people only care about you and or your techniques and or your tools and or your equipment and or your technology and or your breakthroughs to the degree that it can help them. So it's okay if you want to talk about technology and tools and equipment and technique. That's totally fine, so long as you do one thing, and that is always make sure you tie everything back to the individual and about the, how they will benefit from that. What's the benefit to them? What's the so what to them? So for instance, if you've got some newfangled decompression table that does something better than anyone else you know, does, we're the only clinic in the Valley to offer the, I always like use the XJ9000. I don't even know what that is. I always use that. For yeah, yeah, you're right. But we're the only ones to offer the XJ9000. The XJ9000 is so powerful because it offers... 32,000 gigawatts of energy to the such and such magical crystal epicenter thingy or whatever. What I don't even know, right? Um, what that means to you is that when we apply this directly to the area of injury, it speeds up the healing. It allows you to get out of pain faster and it allows you to recover much more efficiently without drugs or surgery so that you can get back to your golf game, so you can back to playing with your kids, so you can get back to always tying that back. Like the features do not matter without a benefit to the individual. They don't care, right? 100%. And that's, uh, there's a great book by Ray Edwards called uh, How to Write Copy That Sells. It talks about confusing the vehicle with the destination. People do not care about the vehicle, they care about the destination, right? I always use the example of like an Uber. If anybody's ever used an Uber, I don't think any of us give a crap whether or not it's a, a Honda that's picking us up or a Toyota that's picking us up or a Subaru or whatever brand of vehicle so long as the vehicle works and so long as the vehicle gets us to the destination we're looking for at a fair price and at a reasonable time and without risking our lives. That's all right. we care about. We don't like, oh, I'm sorry. I I'm waiting for a Toyota. This is a Honda. You know, people don't right. care. Right? And so, again, it's that whole idea that if you can always focus and center everything very patient or prospect centric um, and tie that back. If you want to talk about all cool technology and gadgetry and breakthroughs and wizardry and all that, that's fine. Just make sure that you always, always, always clearly tie it back to the specific benefit to them. Solid. Yeah, well said. You know, it's all about selling the vacation, not the plane ride, right? Yep. That's exactly Nailed it. Nailed it. I love it, man. Cool. I appreciate your time, bro. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, man.
Yeah. Like I said, I uh, I'll make sure to I'll make sure to uh, tag out you know Cairo Funnel Secrets. You guys can get a hold of Chad. I'll, I'll link out leave out some links where you guys can get a hold of Chad if you want to have a further conversation. Um, I'll tag out your podcast as well too. Now that I know you have that, because I didn't know that you had that, so tag that yeah. out. And then if you guys have any further questions, you uh, can reach out to Chad or reach out to myself, and I'll get you in touch with Chad. So I appreciate awesome. your time, brother. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. Have a good one. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I really hope you're able to grab some actionable information that you can take and run with for your own business. If we missed any of your questions or if you have anything you want us to discuss in an upcoming episode, shoot us an email at chiropracticmarketingsecrets at gmail.com. That's chiropracticmarketingsecrets at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed the episode, please, please, please share it with somebody who might be able to benefit from it. Your support means the world to us.